0: You are listening to Deeply Connected. I'm your host, Ludmiwa Woodruff, and I am here to help you heal relationship patterns with yourself and others so you can create conscious relationships through connection and authentic love. Now, let's focus on getting you deeply connected to yourself and those around you. And this whole conversation is not really a conversation men versus women. It is a conversation about how men and women um, can keep creating, creating conscious relationships. And where do we as women carry responsibility for our inability of using our voice and settling down and going along and agreeing to things and situations that we really have no business in agreeing to. And also, where you as men have your own responsibility of hearing when a woman says no, when she says, I don't want the sex, I don't want the relationship, I need space. And you as a man doing the work to be able to accept that and deal with your own emotions instead of, you know, keeping and coming at her all the time. Or if you are a reactive man, how do you, or a reactive woman, how do you support yourself and take responsibility for your own unhealed parts of yourself? So, as women, um, very often we come to conversations. Um, <laughs> without structure sometimes. Sometimes some women come with the whole plan. That's very masculine energy. But when we are in our emotions, we will come into the conversation without asking if this is the right moment, what happens a lot for my clients, for example. Um, her partner is working and she just feels something needs to be hushed out and he's in the middle of work. And we come in as women and we start just dumping on what we are feeling. So again, imagine how that conversation goes. There is no preparation. There is no warning. There is the man is in his work and we come up with something that happens three days ago, happened three days ago, or something that triggered me this morning, or something that happened with work or with the kids. And so as women, when we are in our emotional state, I don't say it's a bad state. What I'm saying is, we are not prepping for the conversations. So we can create a lot of chaos, because as I said, feminine can be very chaotic if unmanaged, right? Uh, So like the ocean. So knowing that in romantic relationships, but not only, also in work relationships, how can we really start creating and owning that responsibility as women? What do I really want as a result of this conversation? First of all, how? What? what is the result? What am I looking for in this conversation? For being understood, for being heard, for not being dismissed, for him to see that I have some feelings and something is happening for me, or I'm just trying to um, let go and get out all the feelings of frustration and anger with him. So being clear on what we are bringing to the conversation. For a lot of men, when we as women come in and interrupt them with work or, you know, drop bumps on them without any warning. It feels very overwhelming when they are in their in their zone of providing for family or just being in a business meetings. This is not the moment. So you need to be able to own that and say, hey, could we maybe have a conversation in 20 minutes or in the evening? When would be a good time to do so? Now, for a man, as a man, sometimes, you don't want to be having those conversations, and I understand that. But also, You need to be learning that you are there. And by the way, it goes for two partners. You are there to support and understand her nervous system. And keep in mind, when we talk about conscious relationships, it's not only about love and being nice. It's really this deep, deep commitment to understanding my own nervous system and my nervous state, but also my partner's nervous system and her state. If she is overly emotional, this is not the time to start now me having this logical conversation because she will not be able to hear anything, correct? Now she's in this regulated state, so maybe you can give her a hug. If she doesn't want a hug, you can say, babe, I love you. Can we come back to this conversation in 10 minutes? We often forget in relationships, or maybe we are not aware, how important is this mutual commitment to each other's nervous system? because. In so many episodes I talk about this, but when we get activated and we don't feel safe and connected, we will be acting out. Some will literally disconnect emotionally and give an attitude and give short answers of yes and no. Listen, I can feel your energy. You don't have to tell me what's happening. I can feel your energy. So when when something is happening with your partner and you can be attuned with kindness and compassion, you make sure as a man, but also as a woman, how can we keep having this communication going and how this communication can be open, but also really respecting each other's nervous system uh, states. It takes a lot of intention to keep creating relationships that thrive. Uh, Because what happens in a lot of relationships is when the feminine, let's say, is raging or is emotional, and the masculine doesn't have enough of clarity and stillness to to hold space for her, he might again go and engage with the emotions and it will be tit for toe and who can get more control over the other person and who is right and who is wrong. and, And it's literally pointless because nothing is getting resolved. And by the way, when I speak of men holding space for women, I also know women can, when they are clear, the in the energy of clarity and groundedness and taking breaths can hold space for men when you know men sometimes get frustrated as well we are all human as i say masculine and feminine energy is gender neutral we both experience that now the question sometimes is is, Ludmiwa, how much how much uh, patience do i have to have with someone's my partner's repetitive pattern well i say if you have a conversation and you see that your partner, let's say you have a woman and um, you know that at some point in her life she must have felt dismissed by her parents. Let's say she felt dismissed, not hurt, like she was not important. And then in every argument that you are having, the same pattern is showing up in her, the same pattern. If it's repetitive and it's the same situation, you might be able to bring it forward to her and say, I love you so much and I see this pattern showing up over and over again. And as much as I can hold space for you, I think this is a time when maybe you can talk to someone so you can be supported because I'm not a therapist. And I see that this is reoccurring, reoccurring, and it's not changing, it must be deeper. How are you feeling? Are you feeling dismissed? Are you feeling not important? Because when the pattern activation is repetitive, it means it comes from some, early wounding within the relationship between the parent and the child. And so you as a partner, you cannot be a therapist, right? So there is a thin line between you, you you know, have big emotions some of the time, but it's not the same pattern, it's not repetitive in the same way every week. That's very different than we are having the same fights over and over and over again. And we are responding in the same ways. It means me or you, depending who is the one that cannot let go and is really, Um, intense and committed to to pushing forward with, with the same conversations and the same emotions, well, it's time, as I say, in relationships, I will hold space for my husband and his nervous system and I'm attuned to him so I can say already, I can feel when is he frustrated, when is he tired, when is he anxious, when he needs space, I can see that. But also, right, if I would see a pattern that's completely always repetitive, I would have to say, I can hold space and this part you really need to take care of it yourself because I don't know how to help you with it, nor is this my job because we are in romantic partnership, we are in a partnership where we parent together, when we do life together, I cannot be your coach. And so very often what happens is that when we don't really intentionally understand that Yes, there needs to be polarity of feminine masculine, right? So if a man is more in the masculine, the woman has to be more in the feminine to be able to receive. Because if you even look at how the intercourse looks between men and a woman, the man penetrates and the woman receives, right? The man penetrates. So. M- I want you to understand that the man should be leading more with the masculine in, in, the, in the relationship, uh, but also have the healthy relationship to his emotions, right? If you have a man that is very, very needy, I used to remember when I was 21 years old and I was living in Belgium and I had this friend, he would come all the way from Poland to visit me and I know that he was infatuated with me. And in the beginning I found him, you know, um, I found him kind of cute and I was interested. But with time, what I've noticed was that he was constantly pursuing me so much that it felt like it was needy energy coming out of him towards me, right? And when I felt a man being in this needy energy and not able to let go and give me space and constantly trying to like convince me why he's the best option for me, I felt completely like my attraction towards him completely disappeared. And I remember my mom asking me like, he's a great guy, he's reliable, look at his character, look at his values. And yes, I agree with all of that. He was an amazing person, but there was this part of him that was so anxious and so needed to connect with me. And I don't say that is wrong, but it means there was something within him that needed healing so he can be more stable, grounded, clear, with his emotions. So if I needed more space, he could hold and give me that space. And he was not able to do that for me. So what I see in in a lot of relationships and polarity is when, when a man pursues a woman, there is a difference between pursuing from the masculine and being needy. And the same, you know, when we talk about women, if I'm a woman and I am dating, and every guy that asks me out, asks me out, I feel so excited about, like, that's it. I'm gonna, you know, this is it, this is it. And I become this needy person and I am the one initiating texting and reaching out and leaning in. Even if you're at the dinner, if you are leaning in all the time, you are the one that is more needy. And I don't say it's wrong. Again, we all want connection, so it's understandable. But I need you to be noticing, where am I so needy, right? Uh, Specifically in the beginning of the dating, let's say, that um, I'm the one pursuing the man. And what happens for a man then? He gets disinterested, right? So we can see how this neediness in energies um, is, is not working often. And when we get into the relationships, I don't say don't express your needs. It is healthy to say, you know what? I, I would love if you, if you massage my feet, that would feel amazing, I'm so tired. Like express your needs in a relationship. Uh, if you have a you know, need for communication, you can say, you know what, when we have time together and we just sit outside and have deep conversations, I feel deeply cared for. Express that need. You can express that need, but there is a difference between, between needingness. I cannot survive with you or if you leave me or if you say no to me, like I will keep convincing you. Women do that a lot in dating. Let me show you how great I am. Let me give you all the reasons why I'm doing this. But anxiously attachment, do it as well. In dating that's not masculine energy that is more of the like wounded feminine like let me show you how great i am and i will convince you and i will be in this needy needy energy so just noticing how both men and women where we are unbalanced in those energies how we start behaving because we all crave connection. And very often when we come forward towards the other the other with this um, urgency to connect, not from the grounded energy and not from, I know that I'm worthy, I know that I belong. Very often the result that we are looking for is not going to be created. It's going to be a complete opposite because as I said, it turned me off completely and i used to be that woman who would chase men it turned them off completely so understanding that there is more to masculine and feminine than just the masculine is the doing energy and strategizing and pushing forward and having vision and the feminine is more going a flow it's all it's changes right it can go into rage and an empowered feminine in rage or anger can be really scary for some men because We are not used to to a woman who is completely liberated and free in her self-expression. It's very powerful to be that woman. That's the feminine, right? Like we have so many, we can be the nurturer, we can be the mother, we can be the lover, we can be the courtesan, I can be the queen. Um, I can be so many faces of the feminine. I can be the pure rage and distraction. I can literally burn this whole house down with my anger to rebuild it. So. And understanding that it's really about the flow and balance, how we balance it within ourselves and how we balance it within the relationship. And every single time when I hear a client say, we had so much passion in the beginning and now the passion is dying out or the connection is dying out, is very often when a woman starts to act more in the masculine, okay? When the woman starts to be the one that is leading. The man doesn't have to do much then. The man is like, well, you've got it all covered, right? We we train men to to be just laid back in a relationship with us, how to how to court us and take care of us. And so, I had this client that that has been dating, and her first dating experience was, um, she says, you know, I don't have so much time. I'm running a business, and this guy that I'm seeing, he's just all the time last minute. He's like, hey, do you want to come and see me on Friday? Or hey, do you want to? And so. We talked about it and she communicated, I'm sorry, I don't have time. I would love to see you, but it needs to be planned for me because I have a business that I'm running and last minute arrangements don't really work for me. And so he played more with this, like he was, again, he didn't listen to her, he didn't hear her because he was unable in his own capacity and capability to hear the feminine. So. He, she had to let him go. She said, I like you, but this is not going to work for me. I requested to be informed upfront because I just, I want, if we want to see each other, it needs to work with my work schedule and I will move things around, but I need to know upfront. And he ignored it completely and he just kept being himself. Perfect. Let them show you who they are. And now she's being courted by a man who literally texts her and says, Do you have any time in your life for dating? He asked her and she says, yes, when it's planned and when it's, up, when it's kind of future focus and we can see on, on, on the coming weeks so we can organize. And he said, do not worry, I'm going to be on top of it and I will reach out with, with the things that I would love to take you out for and then you let me know if you have time in your schedule. Like, do you see, it's the same woman, the same request and different men will respond differently. Different men will respond differently. So I need you to understand that for both men and women, because we are not going who is doing a better job and who is right. We need to be working together to keep rising the awareness around our own blind spots. That's why I think hiring coaches or therapists is so beneficial because you literally cannot see your own blind spots. I will have women tell me on a call, yeah, I'm great, I'm so confident, Um, and and, and I'm really great at dating. High achievers, they run multi-million businesses. And then I ask about dating. And the stuff that I hear, I said, you are completely not grounded. You are you are in this wounded feminine that is all over there, is pure chaos. And it's not a problem. But it's only that. Then we are chasing the man. Then we are then we are going out with men that don't even want a relationship, but you want a family and a child. Like, what are we doing? So that's why it's always good to have somebody if you have the skills that that you need to, you know, learn how to really be more proficient in or master, hire somebody to help you with that. Because this whole relationship and romance, it's very foreign to us. And we just repeat what we've seen in our households, you know, like, Chaos is chaos. I just realized, you know, a few few weeks ago that my mom used to be very chaotic. I was around a friend and she was very chaotic. And I thought, why am I feeling like a lot of stuff is coming up for me? I don't know what's going on. I like her. But this whole chaotic, disorganized energy is, is not making me feel great. And it's literally like dawned on me that that was my mom. loved me to death, but so disorganized and chaotic in her energy that it never felt like I could just be still and be settled. She would be watching TV, reading, listening to a radio. I mean, the silence, we don't know how to be in silence. That was my household. So I had to learn how to be in silence and I'm still learning a lot how to sit with myself. Because if I cannot be that, guess what? I will be the masculine in my relationship with my husband. And then it means he he will be like, okay, there's nothing else for me to do here. I will sit, she will serve me, she will wash the dishes, she will do everything, and I will just go to work, right? I will take care of the kids and everything else. So understanding that we need to work together, both men and women, being open to feedback, being open to r- really radical self-responsibility, being 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 okay and non-judgmental with our emotional states that we present in relationships, but also owning it like, if I repeat this over and over, I think it's me. I think I need to be looking at something, right? And having that safety also within the relationship, because what happens with a lot of my clients, they've been married for years, for example, or they are dating and getting ready to get married. And there are some conversations that they don't want to have because it's scary. If I show all of me, then what's going to happen? And let me tell you, you need to be able to go deep in your relationship together on intimacy level, or you are going to be, you know, connecting over here and there. It's all this anxiety and uncertainty and both of you are feeling it. Let me tell you, because when I work with people, both partners feel that. So learning and hiring somebody to help you with how can I have those difficult conversations with my partner without making it mean anything bad. And even if we disagree on things, we can still love each other, right? We can have a great relationship even if we don't agree on everything in the same way. So I hope this this conversation opened your eyes, opened your more understanding, more of your understanding on this just energetic uh, polarity that is really needed in relationship. Um, I was laughing because I'm following this very known person on Instagram and she's so, she's a comedian, she's a stand-up comedian and she's married to a man who is in real estate and he has a, he's running a very um, big company and uh <laughs> She's so funny, she's so hilarious. I look at her and she reminds me in a lot of ways of myself. She's dancing, she was pulling prank and he's always so still and serious and like looking at her. And um, what, I, what I thought was like, you know, we bring a lot of fun into, into relationships when we can be playful as women, when we can just let go and let our hair hang and we don't care just being ourselves. And um, it gives an opportunity for a man to be blessed with our amazing humor and our personalities. And we make their life so much, so much more fun. Um, but when I look look at that couple and I look at myself and my husband, that's exactly what is happening. I'm the one more often that will bring the pleasure and the fun um, and the excitement because he's more steady. He's more. He, he will get there in specific situation, but he's more operating from, I'm responsible, I'm analytical, I need to lead, um, right? So there is a good polarity uh, of the energies between between two people. So notice where your energies are when you are interacting with men. Um, notice if you are leaning in all the time and you are more anxious and more pursuing or more bossy. And for men, I really encourage you also to look at your own behaviors and how you um, sometimes don't make space for women to really hold their own boundaries and you don't hear us sometimes not because you don't want to but because of your own unresolved um, challenges so um, I am here so blessed to just helping all of us um, to be more deeply connected to ourselves and those around us thank you so much for loving yourself enough to spend the time deep diving into what you need to feel, heal, and connect again. My hope is that you are able to connect with yourself and others differently today. Please share this with other women in your life. It is time we share the wealth when it comes to connecting deeply with ourselves and those around us. Make sure to write a review on all your favorite listening platforms and join us on YouTube as well. You can always learn more about working with me at ludmiwawoodroof.com and I will see you next week.